Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Good morning, Metroplex. This is a Tolo Tuesday. We are now at full strength with Sean Shreve, RJ Choppy, and Bobby Belt as Stephen Jones was talking to Todd Archer. One-on-one at the Combine in Indianapolis. And, Bobby, you're going to be there in a few days. Take us through the decision uh, to head on out there. Uh, it is it is the most valuable networking time in the NFL is the Combine because everybody's out in the same bars across the entire league. Everybody's hanging out, drinking, talking, getting to know each other. Uh, and there's always – you know, the initial chatter coming out of the first meetings of what's been going on with, you know, free agency. Like, hey, are you, are you guys talking about extensions? Uh, are you talking about, you know, with this team, what's your future looking like? And then you can find out additionally, maybe some chatter about what's going on in terms of draft plans for teams. So <clears throat> in terms of. So how much do these guys like drink? Like, I'm not asking for specific names out anyone, but I'm talking like every single night you're guaranteed. Like if I took off three days. Uh-huh. And I wanted to go to Indianapolis this weekend. Yep. And I just sat around, you know, the hotel lobby or tried to go into the bar at the steakhouse. Prime 47, yeah. I'm going to see people. I mean, I'm going to see big dogs, like, yes. having fun. Mm-hmm. Yep. You'll oh, see, man. you'll see like, NFL head coaches in there. You'll see, you know, uh, I, okay, so I did not see this, but I have had it told to me that, and again, I won't name who, but apparently four or five years back, there was a prominent NFL coach at prime 47 with just like 20 year olds on each knee and like pounding drinks. And so and no one's taking photos. Cause I can't remember photos in no, there. No, that's, this is uh it's kind of considered sacred ground where everybody understands like, Hey, we're all co-mingling and being cool with, but each I other. mean, people are living it up. I mean, we got steaks, we got bottles, we got drinks, we got. Yeah. So prime 47 shuts down their kitchen at nine or 10, I think. So if you're in there earlier, you're eating and then they're usually closed at nine or 10 for combine week. That bar has become such a hot spot that they put away a bunch of the tables and they just turn it into a bar that's open till like two. And so it becomes a just a like a, a big old bar where everybody's oh. doing shots all night. There's zero chance to go anywhere but St. Elmo's if I go there. Oh, yeah. St. Elmo's I thought was the famous place. St. Elmo's is the the big steakhouse. The going to drink until 2 a.m. is prime. And then oh. they'll, they'll tell you that the the biggest deals that have been done in the NFL at Combine Week are done at Steak and Shake because it's the it's the last place open at 4 a.m. So when guys have been out and they're talking for forever, 
that Broadus will tell you that, that they go into Steak and Shake and trades have been done at Steak and Shake. Contract deals have gotten done there. It's just, what? we don't have anywhere else to go. Let's go somewhere to eat and talk this through. Do we care for the uh, shoestring fries? <laughs> what do we think about that? Uh, I didn't used to. I, I like them at Steak and Shake, though. I like shoestring onions. I do not. They have more flavor. Nobody likes onions. You like onions? You don't like onion rings? Ugh. Ooh. I like onions. Like I don't mind onions on like food, like in food. Mm-hmm. But I've I've never sat there and, and thought to myself, man, I can't wait to get onion rings. Have, have Why? You, have you ever had Burger House onion rings? No. Okay, I'm I'm, I'm, pick, I'm dead serious. Going to pick those up. This I thought you just and, said you don't eat them. No, I eat onion rings. I don't eat the the straws, this, strings. Yeah, I don't What's eat the those. Difference? Uh, I like the thicker cut onions. You'd think you wouldn't like the the well, you would like the thicker things. I would. Uh, what's your problem with onion? I rings? am what I eat. Uh, I mean, if I'm going to eat something, like, if I'm going to eat a side dish like, that's fried, I want French fries. Okay. No, the, thin fries, out. I hate, the, I hate the little thin, crunchy. Give me a steak fry. Give me a crinkle cut. You know the biggest food fights Give Sarah me a potato and I Steak fries are the worst fries. I can see, like, sometimes they can just be, like, all it's, potato. It's a lot of potato. It's a it's lot, lot of potato. potato. Yeah, it's mashed potato in a casing. Our biggest fight on food, she does not like crinkle cut fries. And I think that is a complete and utter food crime. How can you not like them? I think crinkle cuts the best. Mm. They're factually crispier, uh, and they hold the ketchup better. By facts. There's just a sweet spot with crinkle cut fries where they're either really crispy and great, or they've become mushy and and they're inedible. So you're driving or flying? The decision to drive or fly? I was going to drive. I decided to fly. Which, how long of a drive, RJ Choppy, would that have been, Mr. MapQuest? Well, I can just tell you this. Uh, I used to drive to Knoxville, uh, and back then when I was in college, the speed limit was a lot less than that. It was, it was like a 15-hour drive. Now I think it's about 12. I would guess it's 13 and a half to 14. Inch. With no stops, just the straight map says it takes this long to get there. It's 1230, 1240. Obviously, stopping to get gas yeah. and stuff like that, you're going to be about 14 hours. I'm going to type in St. Elmo's Steakhouse from here, from here in the studio, uh, and see how long it takes. I assume what you would do, Sean, is you would uh, you would go up 30, uh, <laughs> and then you would uh, you'd go to Little Rock, uh, then you hit 40 to Memphis, then you would shoot up towards uh, Lexington, uh, uh, Louisville and Indy. Uh, I just remember the, I think the path that it was telling me to go through was like Tulsa, then up through St. Louis. 12 and- hours, 37 minutes to St. Elmo's Steakhouse. So you're driving. I'm flying. Oh! Oh! Yeah. Man, the station because, is really coming through with the I expenses. <laughs> uh, this is my trip. This uh, is uh, because what a soldier. So what an employee. I uh, and what a morning show co-host. So and I was dumb and I waited as long as I did to book the flight because I wasn't sure if I was going to go. So I waited forever to book the flight. I waited forever to book the hotel. Those two right there, Kristen's already upset. Those two right there are going to be about a thousand just for the weekend. A piece, uh, total, total, just between the flight and the the hotel. So I don't, I don't know that that's awful. Well, no, because I might spend five hundred to a thousand just on the weekend meeting with people, and so because of that, like this will end up being a pretty expensive right on up, me right weekend. Off. But right the the interesting, you know, we'll know more coming out of this weekend. We'll we'll have a better understanding about what the Cowboys think about some of their own free agents, stuff like that. The interesting note I have going into this weekend is apparently Trayvon Diggs' agent will not be in Indianapolis. So they're not going to meet at all about a potential Diggs extension this week. And neither will the Green Bay Packers, period. Nope. <laughs> they're, not, they're, they're, they're not going. 
Green Bay's not going to uh, to Indy. They say you can watch everything on television. And you're right. I mean, they could watch all the um, all the, the 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 drills and such, and get all the measurements. Sure. The only thing they can't do is the interviews. Uh, but as an anti-interview guy, I support this. Oh, I think the interviews matter a pretty big deal in terms of it. It, it does give you an idea of they picked him. I get it, but it does give you an idea of who Kelvin Joseph is or who certain guys are in their work ethic. It does give you, there were a lot of teams turned off by Jerry Tillery from the chargers a couple of years ago. Cause they were like, we, you just can tell when you talk to him, he's not all in, he's not bought into this chargers took him and he's been a bust. So when are you going? Uh, Friday morning, Friday morning, coming back Sunday afternoon. So the, here's the, the problem is that I wanted as late a flight Sunday as I could get. So I was like, oh, here we go, a nonstop at 7 o'clock. I'll get home at 9, I'll go to sleep, and turn around and get up in the morning. And then I saw, when it was letting me pick my seats, I was like, why are there only two seats on each side? And I was like, oh, no, this is an Embraer 175. I'm not flying from Indianapolis on it's an Embraer. Fine. I'm I've, not going to do it. What, so what I does went, that mean? It's the it's the little, like, American Eagle planes. Dude, They so when they went to the Super Bowl in New York, that's when we flew to New York. That's you're lucky to be alive. We're not lucky to be alive. It's a totally safe So I had to go back and I was like, all right, where's the 737-800? All right, here's one. And I found it, but that one left at noon. So I'm losing seven hours in the name of not dying. You're not going to die. It's an Embraer. It's better than a Boeing right now. They're cutting corners. Go watch the documentary. Well, that was the Max, which we flew back on, by the way. Bobby, you're fine. Go change your flight to the other one. Dude, he could never... You're the one who wore the same shirt on flights back and forth. So you're, 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 you're flight paranoid but between I, the two of yes. you. You guys are match made in heaven. But I, I did not not fly a plane because of uh, – or not fly because of uh, – But of you wouldn't crap. wear a different shirt. I don't know if that's less I, crazy. Hey, listen, I, I, I'm superstitious. <laughs> okay? That, that has nothing to do with uh, with what Bobby uh, – whatever the hell that uh, is. No, right those there. embrayers are like the puddle jumpers of airlines. Not, I'm not oh – I, I can't God. do it. All right, uh, so Stephen Jones was talking to Todd Archer. Bobby Belt is going to be in Indianapolis doing work for the morning show and the station. Why do you still believe in Dak Prescott? Why do you have all the faith in the world? Stephen, because we know him. We know what he's about. Leadership skills, impeccable work ethic. Other than he hadn't won some key playoff games, he's everything you would want in a quarterback. From the day he walked in, he's won a lot of games. We just got to get over the hump. We have to have a plan ultimately to extend Dak. And RJ, you've been talking about this, it seems like, for two years. Uh, just go ahead and keep extending your quarterback. He's set to count $49 million against the cap in 2023. He signed through 2024. It does not feel like this deal is almost over in, to me. I'm like, I thought Dak just got his money. But his deal uh, runs through next year. And this is what you do. If you can restructure it, you create $22 million in cap space. So if they think he's going to be the quarterback in three to four years, then they should extend him now. If they have doubts, they should draft a quarterback as soon as they possibly can or make the decision as soon as they possibly can to move on. Um, Because the last thing you want is a $50 million cap hit on a quarterback or any player. Restructure when you can. What would I do, Bobby, if I do have doubts and I still need to create $22 million in space? Could I restructure the deal in order to still have an out that doesn't hammer me at some point in time? Or no, it's either got to be we're going to restructure it, he's our quarterback moving forward, or we're just going to go ahead and not restructure it, get walloped with the cap hit because we have our doubts. 
Yeah, is there I mean, an in-between? Mm, no, I, like I think your options are extension or restructure. And restructure will shift the – if you were to to take – you could free up $22 million of that. So basically what you'd end up doing is put another $11 million on these next – or uh, another about $8 million per year on the next three years on, on his cap hit, which is already $52 million next year. Oh. So if he if they were to restructure, you're talking about making his cap at sixty million in 2024. Is there any way I could talk you into not restructuring it because you're worried? Well, if I don't restructure it, then I'd have to go look at the at the, at the numbers. But if I don't restructure it, they move on. Let's say they play him this year and then they move on from him next year. If I don't restructure it, I would have to. I would have my my number one goal this year would be to find a quarterback to replace him next year. If you were to just not restructure him and you wanted to release him before the June 1st next year, you would save uh, $34 million. Okay. So, because I have a theory about you right now. All right. I think you're being a little bit scared. Scared of what? Or no, you'd save $12 million. Thir- uh, $34 million would be the post-June 1 release. I think you are afraid to fully execute your plan. I think you're afraid to say it on the radio. I think you believe deep down he's not the guy anymore. I think you made up your mind a little bit. You've come over to my side to a degree, to a couple degrees. But you don't want to ultimately say what you have always preached and believed. If you know he's not the guy, start over. Well, I also know that the Cowboys... Well, forget about what the Cowboys say. Yeah, You're RJ Choppy, professional radio host on 105.3 The Fan. What would you do if you were Steven Jones based upon what you truly believe about Dak right now? Because I think you believe, like I do, he's not going to carry you, put you over the top to win at all. Oh, we are well past the he's a dynastic quarterback. We well know, past that. We know that. I don't care about winning a championship. I care about winning five. So, yeah, if I was, if this was just a random player on a random team not know, and knowing that the ownership will, will completely – the Cowboys are to buy into two things if they're going to do this. One, the potential of a loss at quarterback. You could get much worse at the position. No doubt. And they're also going to have to have a cap hell year where they just eat all the dead money and reset. And the Cowboys won't do either one of them. Yeah. Now, short of that, yeah, look, there's enough history. Uh, since the merger, two quarterbacks have won a Super Bowl with the original team that they played for after not winning one for the first six years. That's Peyton Manning. And I'm sorry, two even made it. That's Peyton Manning and Matt Ryan. That's it. That's but, it. But you've also said, along with Bobby, we have to wait at least six years. Yeah, I know. That's stupid and foolish. So which six, those two seem to counter each other. Six years till you fully get it. Okay. But the elites make it before then, at least somehow make it before okay, then. Okay, so what would you do? Oh, I, I would. I mean, I would draft a quarterback this year. If I if I was and not extend first in the first if I was if I or 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 move up or whatever or or, or, or do whatever if like I, I would I would make my decision and my start to move on if this was just a random player on a random team who hasn't been in the Super Bowl and, and it's the seventh year in the league I would I would move on but it's Dak so what would you do if you were Dallas are you saying you would move up to go get one of those quarterbacks and get the process going of getting moving on from Dak I, I mean yeah I, like I would I would okay. probably do and that. not restructure right. him right. Right. Yeah. All right. So Choppy right. is officially on record. It's time to move on from Dak. Uh, yeah, that's what I, I asked know. him. Yeah, I know. That's a, that's. A, I'm saying that's the first time he's he said it that that directly. I, I knew he wanted to go there. I felt warm. I felt like we were connecting 
I felt we were getting closer, and I just wanted to get it out there. Yeah, I mean, look, again, he might win a championship. I don't care. That's not my goal. My goal is not to win a championship. My goal is to find Patrick Mahomes. I mean, my, but but might he win a championship? Sure. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Jared Goff made a Super Bowl. Nick Foles won a Super Bowl. Uh, there's plenty of examples. Jimmy Garoppolo, got, there's plenty of examples of quarterbacks. Get, he can absolutely get to one. He can absolutely win one. And, and again, like, and, and that's, that's nothing to do. And he might. But that's not my goal. My goal is to find Patrick Mahomes as my next quarterback. And if I don't have him, that's the only thing I could try to do. 877-881-1053. Stephen Jones saying we have to figure out a way to get him extended. He also said uh, we probably rushed Michael Gallup back. We expect him to be more at full strength for the 2023 season. He would not get into the franchise tag decisions, but he said we're not afraid of the tag. End of the day, we'll probably use it again, and we know that Tony Pollard, a prime candidate to get that $10 million. Luka Doncic was being called out by Jason Kidd. What do executives think about Kyrie staying here and the L.A. Lakers are officially done after the LeBron news that came out from facing the Mavericks? That's all next on 105.3 The Fan. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Good morning, Metroplex. Shout out to the 6 a.m. club. Sean Shreve, Art J. Choppy, and Bobby Bell with you, along with Peyton and Ryan in the back, running the fan cam, Twitch, and YouTube. The merch is available. This material is fantastic. It is. Is this the snob? Is this what you're a snob over, or you don't like this? That's not. That's not the snob. It's fine material, but that's not the snob material. What's uh, your snob material that you'll only wear? Well, from a t-shirt perspective, yeah, I won't wear those old school t-shirts that are like the thick cotton. If, okay. it's, if it's cotton, I'm not wearing it. Like my undershirt. 
Yeah, that's that's yeah, that's that's very boomery. Mm. Um, it's got to be like that. Um, the look on his face of, of arrogance when he said it to you. The way he he, he just looked down his <laughs> nose to you while saying very it. Very boomery. Yeah, it's got to be like that American Apparel or like those. Um, you know, you've you've seen the shirts. They're, they're, you don't know the material? Like a dry fit kind of? No, not dry fit. You don't like dry fit? Grandpa, no, absolutely not. Um, no. What, what isn't boomer to you? Someone throw out a material and I just, I, what is word reaction to it? What, How are, do you are not you, know the you, material? What, what, like, what, what's the sweatshirt? I don't care. I, I just feel for it. I feel it. Are I you a it. silk boxers guy? <laughs> uh, silk boxers. Uh, no, uh, micro, microfiber. Oh, okay. Microfiber. They've got to be boxer briefs. They're microfiber, though. Well, uh, look, I love the material of this sweatshirt. I'm not just saying it because they finally gave us something free. Uh, 105.3thefan.com slash merch. It does feel wonderful. It's comfy as hell. Does your blue one, does your blue Tolo one feel the exact same? Yeah, Is it the it's, same? It's the same material. Oh, I love it. Yeah. I love it. Hook me up with a little yeah, bit more. I think the fan text I'm talking about the polyester cotton blend. Those are the best ones. Okay. Uh, those are the best ones. And then from a, from a hoodie standpoint, like, you know, the the kind of the silky satiny outside with the nice inside is is I like those because um, they don't shrink. You can mm. wash them, you can dry them, whatever. You can't have a cotton thing. Cotton shrinks, obviously. Okay. Comfort colors. That's what the people are saying. Okay. Whatever. Who knows? I thought you did. Uh, so the Lakers are done. <laughs> LeBron James reported by Shams yesterday out indefinitely, multiple weeks with the foot. Turns out him saying. I heard it pop against the Mavericks was something. As Shams tweeted, he miraculously finished the Mavs game. But now he's out multiple weeks. L.A. already had a razor-thin margin for error. You cannot trust Anthony Davis whatsoever. Bobby, do you agree with me? The Lakers are officially eliminated. Yeah, they're done. Because they're not winning anything without LeBron. And I will say, when he went down, I did think... uh... Oh, here we go. It's the uh, the LeBron drama again. The, Paul Pierce. Oh my gosh! Yeah, like the uh, the wheelchair to go to the bathroom, like Paul Pierce had. Yeah. Um. No, they. Uh, yeah, they're finished. I. I mean, they. It felt like they were. It was just recently where they felt like okay, they're starting to gain some momentum. But if you take LeBron out of the equation, they're done. That's not even a play-in team. I don't think. No. Uh. So the Lakers, in my opinion, and Bobby's eliminated. Brian Windhorse. On ESPN, fantastic NBA insider. We are trying to figure out Jason Kidd sending some messages indirectly to Luca about complaining to the refs. Windhorse said, yeah, he was. He's calling out Luka Doncic. You know, when he says we're immature and we have to grow up, he's the five starters yesterday. Only one of them was in his 20s. Other three were in their other four were in their 30s. He was talking about Luca specifically. I think talking about how Luca got distracted in this game, complaining to the officials as the Lakers were making this big comeback. And the other thing that happened is as it was going away in the second and third quarters combined, Jason Kidd called one timeout. I think because he kind of wanted the Mavericks to try to figure it out on their own, which is an old coach's tactic. Now, there are some schematic challenges with this team. He had Justin Holiday in there defending LeBron James yesterday, a complete size mismatch, which where you see the lack of their wing defenders that they had to trade to get Kyrie Irving. But it's also basically a challenge to Luka Doncic. And after the game, he was asked, how do you feel about what coach said? And he said, it's probably true. So... There's only a few times per year that a coach can go after the superstar. It's probably a short list. But Jason Kidd had a purpose for what he wanted to do with this game and the fallout yesterday, and it was to challenge Luka Doncic. 
Choppy, how many bullets we got left? How many Donnie bullets we got left? Donnie said six. In today's NBA, that's probably cut in half. <laughs> you know, six bullets was uh, fine in 2004 and previous. But in today's NBA, you, you ain't got six bullets to, to, to throw. Uh, look, who did who did Holiday play for before the Mavericks? Hawks. The Hawks. The Hawks, are they the one seed? They are not. Okay. In the two games, three games really, with the last two games, he's played 21 and 28 minutes. For the Hawks, he played 5, 8, 7, 3, 2019, 5, 11, 24, 21, 1, 16, 7, 7. Like, is it is it me or is this guy getting, like, I, I, I'm undeserved t- minutes right I'm now? I'm so glad that you brought this up. We're well, putting him in here like they just they just traded for uh, you know, Kyrie. For, for, yes, like they just traded for Kyrie. While that clip was supposed to be about kid Luca drama, I wrote down three other things that Windhorse exposed about Jason that Mavs fans are not happy about. One is how is Holiday starting over Josh Green? <laughs> how how did he start over him? Were they teammates? Were kid and Holiday teammates at some point that we don't know about? That's one. Number two is. Dwight Powell, no, number two is one timeout in the third quarter. Fans cannot stand that, right? It's the old Phil Jackson coach's trick that Windhorse alluded to. Figure it out on your own. As the Mavs started losing this lead, Jason Kidd called one timeout in the third quarter. How do we feel about that? And then three, Dwight Powell with more minutes than Christian Wood. Seven more minutes. Well, rank the three. Power rank the three in terms of being egregious. Holiday starting over Green, one timeout as you're starting to bleed in the entire third quarter. Powell minutes over Christian Wood. I'm a little numb to Powell over Wood at this point, even though that's probably the most egregious. Um, Holiday over Green, Powell over Wood, and the timeout. Timeout's third for me as well. I like the philosophy of let him figure it out. And at some point, you've got to... You've got to stop it too. Not even just to let, not, not even to let him figure it out, just to try to break momentum. Do what you can. Um, but I'm a big, but like you know, these guys got to figure this thing out too. And Jason Kidd, and, and I can understand this. Is where Basic would say this is his own greatness is his, is his own drawback and fall and fault here. He was coach enough on the floor to figure it out when he was playing. These guys may not be able to figure it. Like Lucas, a kid. Yeah. He's a kid. He doesn't know. He doesn't know the backcourt rules either. Apparently not. <laughs> um, you know, like, so, like, and, and, you know, Kyrie is just getting here. Like, these guys are, have, they have, they don't have the whole chemistry. So, to me, it's like, okay, all right, um, I'll give him a, I'll give him a break on that one. Uh, but, dude, Holiday starting over green, like, like, seriously. Jason Kidd is the, oh, I don't want to get political. Yeah, uh, you do. Jason Kidd is like the Nancy Pelosi of the NBA. Like, now this isn't. I say good morning, but it's not. Now, look, this is just. Is that what she says? She goes, yeah, she goes, I would say good morning, but it's anything but. Oh, uh, (laughs) what I mean from that is like in from a stock market perspective, everyone thinks that like Nancy Pelosi and her husband like get the info ahead of hand. And it's like, let's figure out their relationships. Let's connect the dots. Who do they know in the SEC? Who do they know? At you know, at these at at Merrill Lynch, who do they know at these stockbrokers? I want to know who how Jason Kidd knows Holiday and Dwight Powell and figure out these relationships. It makes zero sense. What are the ties? What are the connections? What? How can you start Holiday over Josh Green when you're defensively compromised? How how can that happen? 
I don't understand it. So those three things came from my Brian Windhorse clip. Uh, I just had to throw in the stock market how bitter I am about it. Probably a bad analogy. All right, we move on. So that's Windhorse. Now we have uh, Tim McMahon. He said, look, when Jason Kidd has done this in the past, using these Luca bullets up, it's worked. To me, the most interesting thing uh, was obviously them blowing the lead and then Jay Kidd making a point to not by name, but certainly clearly call out Luca. And it's not the first time he's called out Luca. And honestly, I think every time it happened last year, it's like, I think, uh, I think Nelly used to say, you only have so many bullets to fire in a season, right? However many is five or six as, as a coach. Every time Luke or Jay Kidd fired a bullet with Luca last year, it seemed to work. I mentioned there was a time where he, you know, he basically said, we've got to play five on five and not worry about, you know, complaining to the refs. And and there's a time to complain to the refs. And it's not when we're supposed to be getting back on defense. And I thought that had a, a positive effect. So there's McMahon saying it has worked in the past. Uh, and then finally, Charles Barkley was on first take yesterday. And Stephen A asked him, are the Mavs a true contender? Well, I don't think that experiment is going to work. Uh, they're going to win some games because they're going to have some great offensive nights. They're not going to be any good defensively. They're going to have some nights where they're making threes and Kyrie and Luka going to do their thing. But as far as being a serious contender, the Mavs are not a serious contender because they're just good offensively. But like I say, they're going to win some games uh, because they're going to be really streaky on the offensive end. But are they a contender? No, they're not a contender at all. So there's Charles. I mean, the way they're playing now, uh, in the limited time with uh, Luka and Kyrie together. One and three. Yeah, like that's obviously not contender status. But talent-wise, Luka and Kyrie together, you would absolutely say that's a, that's a team that can win a championship. Just those two on paper. Now, they got to figure out how to play together. They got to figure out defensively what they're doing out there. And I don't even think they know. Um, so there's there's a lot of things to figure out. They've got, you know, 21 games left to do it or so. But that uh, on those two guys, on themselves, on their own, on paper, should be good enough. On offense. On offense. The problem is that they're going to give up all these points that they've been giving up. And, you know, that was uh, that. The uh, Mavericks are blank. Fill in the blank for the playoffs. I think the word is dangerous. Like, not a true contender, not a powerhouse, not a favorite. We're dangerous because of the two threats. We're we're offensively dangerous. Or what's a better word? What's a better term? Uh, I don't know. If there's a better term than dangerous. They're unpredictable. Like I have no idea. They could yep. they could sweep a series or they could get swept. Like I genuinely have no clue. I mean, they're talented enough on offense to to score points with anybody. The problem is that they're they're going to give up like 150, and that's what's going to kill it. They they don't rebound very well. They they don't have a, a doesn't feel like a reliable defender outside of Josh Green. I know people say Bullock, but Bullock's had his struggles at times this year. So I just I don't I don't know what the future is for them. A Philadelphia Eagle comes right after the Cowboy Tolos, insulting the Cowboy fan base. And Brian brought us a coward for Eggate and trying to turn it back around on us. We have the audio after this. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Headlines are coming up at 7 o'clock, and we do have a Peyton Russell dating conclusion during the expressway at 7.20. Oh, you closed the deal? Good job. We will have... An update for the Tolos, along with a Godsmack ticket giveaway here on DFW Sports Station. Thank you for turning it on, leaving it on. Our Rangers spring training coverage in Surprise is brought to you by Sonic. Come on. Let's go. I didn't know you were wanting to open with me. I thought we were doing A.J. Brown first. No. No, Sonic. He wants to. Come on, Anyone who sits in that chair, it starts to happen. And I took away the putter. Rangers spring well, training coverage. What? What? Say something. I'm back. saying, don't worry. There's a putter and a putting green coming in tomorrow. What do you mean? I ordered a putting green. Oh, you, yeah, we're gonna be putting left and right. Oh yeah, so it's, gonna, it's gonna go right there. Daughter I got, the I got golf balls. I got a putting green, and I got a new putter. See, Bobby's a Bobby's a knife gunfight guy. You know. Yeah, he brings it. He brings the gun, especially at Papacitos. Yeah. Um, hey. Okay, <laughs> let me try it again. You know what, Peyton? Try it again. Try it. Again. I would like you. To get the opportunity to get this sponsorship, oh, another free read. Okay, oh, wait, 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 wait. How do I do it again? You gotta, you gotta teach me. How no, you do see, it. he doesn't have it. Come to me, Sean. Come to me. Rangers spring training coverage in surprise. Brought to you by Sonic. Mm. It was their idea to do this, and, and then they. they, they <laughs> I was ready. They, they missed. I know you were ready. I know. All right. I it, love Bobby here. I am now not the most spaced out person in this room. <laughs> I think it's fantastic. AJ Brown was talking to who? Is this the same podcast? Yeah, this is that same podcast that he did. The uh, the, the raw, raw room or whatever they raw. do. But he was uh, wearing a different hat, so he was on it again. Uh, no, this is the same interview. I don't know. I don't know. He, he, may have, he may have switched out a hat or something, but this why, is the same why interview. Why the Royals? Then. Why would he wear the Royals hat? That's not a cool hat. No, is, is he it? from there? I don't know. Is he a Bobby Witt Jr. fan? A.J. Brown taking a little shot. I think he's a Joaquin Soria fan. Mm. At Cowboy fans in the Metroplex. When I forgot that, man, I ain't, I ain't give a damn about Eagle Cowboys. Eagle Cowboys stuff, man. And, you know, I, I still don't, but it's just like, that stuff crazy, man. That's, they, these people like. How they turn up. Yeah, them, but like, like that'd be the Super Bowl, bro. Yeah, like, yeah, you feel yeah. me? Like, it oh, don't yeah. even matter. We lost. We lost. And, you know, Cowboys fans like. Talking shit. Happened in the world. You know what I'm saying? Like, talk, but it's, it's crazy, man. It's on another level, man. You know? And yeah. them games, them games, like, 
You looking forward to them games? Like the one on Christmas? Right, that was crazy. That, that one was Hell crazy. Hell yeah. Man. I ain't never got to play on Christmas. Then you get to play a rivalry game like that. Big game. You know, man, everybody in the world watching. But I was a little, I was a little uh surprised, man. I thought they stadium and, and everything was gonna be like lit crazy, but it was just oh, in Dallas. It was kind of yeah, quiet. Nice. It don't really be going was, crazy. I just imagined it was gonna be like loud and crazy, yeah, but nah. like we came out, everybody just sitting down. I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They kind of yeah, like nah. the Colts fans. They just chilling, <laughs> like they like the fans just chilling. Oh. You know oh. what? You know what hurts most about that? It's true. It's not totally wrong. No. <laughs> now, now, look. I, I think that our our listeners are rabid Cowboys fans. I think there are several rabid Cowboys fans that go there. But it is a wine and cheese. Yeah, it's. I I mean, it is a. It, it is a one percent. All right. Here's what I want to do. You have traveled with the Cowboys for how long now? Uh, this is the first year that I travel with them every week. I've been to other cities with them, but this is the first time every week. First time every week. Okay, mm-hmm. so I'm just going to name stadiums mm-hmm. and just give me a quick yes or no if they're louder or not. Okay. All right? Giants. Yes. Eagles. Yes. Washington. No. I mean, it's loud with Cowboys fans. I don't even know if you've been to these places. I'm just going to name them. Uh, Chicago. Have not been. Uh, Lambeau. Louder. Minnesota. Have not been. Uh, I assume Minnesota's loud. Like- yeah, it's, the, the reputation, is, the that reputation it is. is that it is. Tampa. Uh, Dallas is louder. New Orleans. New Orleans. New Orleans is the loudest place I've ever been. Uh, Atlanta or Carolina? Uh, I've been to Atlanta. Uh, Atlanta's louder. Atlanta's louder. Wow, yeah, I mean, I think, it's, I think it's just the stadium. Yeah, I think, it's, I think it's the stadium. NFC West. Uh, San Francisco was louder. Um, Los Angeles was not louder. Seattle uh, is louder. Arizona. Dallas is louder than Arizona. Okay. So that's six out of the ones you've been to in the NFC. Da- da- I- Dallas has improved, I will say, by the way. I think that stadium has gotten progressively louder and more into It's just it is. It's very expensive to be in the lower bowl and have an effect on, on the game. And a lot of people who are there, they're there with business meetings or, you know, they're treating clients. And it's just it's not the same atmosphere. I, I don't want to hear it, man. You, you mean to tell me the ticket prices are cheap in San Fran? I should. I do Good remember. Point. I do remember for a playoff game in Lambeau, and obviously it's a different. You're paying for different things, and it's bleachers. But I remember that 2014 playoff game. I just had Googled. I was curious how much tickets cost to go see the Cowboys and the Packers play that week. There were seats in the lower bowl that were like sixty bucks or something yeah. for a playoff game. Oh, and I get Lambeau? it. It's a yes. Yeah, it's a different world. It's a different world. I get it. Um, but I mean, like, you know, if 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 New York is louder. There is zero percent chance that like New York, Patriots, like New, New England, like New England, like New York Giant playoff tickets are cheap, right. or, or Patriot playoff tickets are cheap. It's not like this, you know. Boy, when he said it, when he said like Colts fans, that hit because what are Colts fans known for? They're known for being like a you can hear a pin drop when they're on offense. They were trained so well, and they and they're just a quiet crowd. The five most expensive tickets, according to Sports Kita, whatever that is, uh, Packers five, Patriots four, Raiders three, Cowboys two, Tampa Bay one. So some perspective on price versus noise. I'll fire a shot back at A.J. Brown. I say this from last week. Angelo Cataldi, oh, oh, and Filthy retired. So there was a little bit of focus on WIP. Our sister station in Filthy, their midday show 
put out a poll question last week. Are you fully sold on Nick Sirianni as the Eagles head coach? Are you serious? If you don't have a perfect representation in that poll question in question about that city and the way that they talk about sports, there were 7,777 votes. What do you think the final result was from Filthy? Are you full? Why would you ask that? Why would you even ask that? Are you fully sold on Nick Sirianni as head coach? What What would be the impetus? What would be What would be the reason? I don't get. I don't understand whatsoever. Fully. Uh... Are you fully sold on Sirianni? So I could see some people go like, I like him. I think he's good. But am I fully sold? Do right. I think like I? So sixty percent said no. I would say 50. you think the majority said no. Yes, I think the majority <laughs> said no. I think fifty-three percent said they're not sold on Sirianni. Okay, they're not as crazy as you all think. Seventy-seven percent said yes. There's oh. not going to be a majority no. But to ask it, I'm making fun of. I'm making fun of the radio station. You have the fan bases. Yeah, this was from uh, Sean Tree's favorite website. I'm surprised he overlooked it because he's on there every day. It's from Deadspin. I don't kill it as much as. Choppy, I hate bro. Uh, you hate the big lead. The big lead. The big lead's better than Deadspin, though. The big lead, I think, is really good. You just you hate the personalities associated with it. Uh, so this was their list. If this- I can predict, this goes for any news station, any journalist, any writer. If I can predict every single tone of your article every time, you suck. Then you're <laughs> you're, you're predictable and you're biased. And you're you just I don't have any respect for you. If I can predict the tone, if I know what's coming out of your mouth every single time, any news agency, I don't have any respect for you. That's just me. This is uh, the list from Sean Beckwith. He says, uh, I want to clarify that these are insufferable fan bases. I'm not saying these are bad fans. If anything, they care too much. But these are just insufferable, oh, insufferable fan bases. Not bad. Yeah. Uh, I think it just means like it's it's a lot to put up with as an opposing fan. The number one team on the list for him or the number one fan base is the is philadelphia not even eagles it's just philly fans says thank god the eagles lost the super bowl or philly fans would have immediately exalted the 2022 birds as one of the best teams ever we're already going to hear about the philly special from now until eternity and i don't think i can handle another sports renaissance from one of the coastal elites the patriots reign just ended america needs a break hang on are we talking Philadelphia as a coastal, coastal elite, elite city? <laughs> I get Boston and New York or and L.A. and San Fred. Those are your coast. Seattle. Those are your coastal elites. Yeah. D.C. Philadelphia. No one ever talks smack. It's us in Delaware coming at yeah. you. No one ever talks. No one ever <laughs> in Philadelphia is, is a coastal elite. <laughs> I, I, I like the, I like him using the term in general because I, I, I it tells me this guy is clearly from the Midwest and he just assumes anything west yeah. uh, or east of east. Tennessee west of Colorado is the coast yeah. yeah and so I do like that uh his next uh team on there he had Duke fans uh slash Cameron crazy oh this is for all sports yeah Dukies are quite possibly the worst fan base fan base regardless yeah, wow. of the sport they're arrogant and entitled. Their former coach looks like a rat. Don't get me started on Christian Leitner. There's even a book appropriately titled Duke Sucks that captures all that's wrong with the Blue Devils and their supporters. The Cowboys do make this list. Sure. It says Dallas Cowboys fans. There are way too many Dak Prescott conversations for his place in the NFL quarterback hierarchy. We didn't reconsider our feelings on Kirk Cousins after he went 13-4, and four, and there's no need to scream about Prescott after each Cowboys collapse. It's not even fun to ridicule Dallas supporters because Stephen A. Smith made a kitsch I shouldn't have an opinion on a franchise that hasn't been relevant since Desert Storm, but I do because every Monday morning the question is, how about them Cowboys? But I do like that he doesn't limit it just to sports. He's got some other ones here. He lists Pat McAfee fans. 
on his list of, oh. of most annoying, which I love Pat McAfee, the Pat McAfee. Is it just like a frat house? It says, forgive me if I d- didn't, or I don't think undershirts, Aaron Rodgers interviews, and shtick are the future of the industry. If he's allowed to practice a new art of journalism, I should be allowed to opine on it without some angry idiot tracking me down on LinkedIn to tell me how wrong I am about McAfee. Wow. He has Rihanna and Beyonce fans. Beyonce fans especially, dead right. It should be Taylor Swift and Beyonce fans. Who are the ones that Stephen A ticked off? Rihanna. Rihanna. Well, both. Both. Rihanna and Beyonce. Beehive is Beyonce. Rihanna has... Yeah, and he says, against my better judgment, I'm going to poke the hives just to say being categorized as a hive isn't a compliment. Swarming detractors like they insulted your mother is not necessary. Music might be the most subjective thing on earth, so chill. If your identity is that intertwined with pop stars, you need to do some serious reflection on the person you want to be. And then this is the one that I think you guys complained about during the World Cup. Insufferable fan bases. Yes. Soccer dude. American soccer fans who don't like casual soccer fans. Yes. This fan is similar to the fan that's overprotective of a band they've been into for forever. Sorry if I wasn't around at the outset, but where does it say in the small print that I have to know all the lyrics to like the music? My bad if I didn't know Homie played, I don't even know what that is or what league this is in. I'll listen to you explain the principles of a formation, but please hold the condescension. I think that's good. I think think those are, I think those are all, that's a, that's a quality article from Deadspin. You didn't say anything about me? What about me? He Did didn't. Uh, no, he didn't. Ha- he didn't have that on there. He had new Golden State Warrior fans, Big Ten fans, fans of players, oh, not teams. Hang on. Well, first of all, I disagree with that one. Players, I know not you teams. Do. You're supposed to root for players. I, I hate Big Ten fan. Big Ten fan with the the players, the thick ankles and the high grass. That's what, that's what they are up there, man. It is, it is a fraudulent conference. I do like this lie though about the Big Ten fans. I didn't think it was possible to have an inferiority complex while having a superiority complex. A complex that absolutely <laughs> is the Big Ten. <laughs> All right, there it is. Uh, Sean Sharif, Art, Jay Choppy, and Bobby Belt. We have a Peyton dating update during the Expressway at seven twenty. Stars lose again. LeBron James ending the Lakers season. And Carson Wentz available as a backup QB. Headlines on a Tolo Tuesday after this. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 